Hello, everyone, and welcome to What, what a, a pitch! pitch, the podcast where people pitch made-up movies. Woo! I'm your co-host, Dan Cutler, and I'm joined by my other co-host, the beautiful... Sean Dangler. Hello, Sean. How are you? I am doing well. How are, how are you doing, Dan? Oh, I am surviving. Surviving? Oh, <laughs> yes. no. Yeah, I, I, I sent in my absentee ballot request. Just now, man? No, no, no. No, like like last week. Okay. I sent mine in like literally like I think the time you could send it. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, good for you, man. You're (laughs) an upstanding model citizen. Well, I've been volunteering on a political campaign, so I'm very aware of what I need to do. Very nice. Yes. Uh, Trump, keep America great, right? Yeah, absolutely. Trump, no. Pence, uh, nope, nope, keep America nope. great. Joke. No I'm more kidding. bullshit. Twenty twenty twenty-four. I'm super kidding. I'm always out on those boat parades and those car parades for Trump. Maga, oh, baby. The boats. Those are so funny. All right. It's not just us today. We are joined by a special guest. He is a Des Moines com- a Des Moines-based comedian, but you could probably hire him anywhere in the country. He'll he'll go tell you jokes. He's also a co-host of The Graham, co-hosted with Sean Dangler. Ooh, intersection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, please, please welcome Muhammad Yal. Thanks for coming, yeah. Muhammad. Yo, what's up? <laughs> How you doing, Muhammad? Uh, good. This is good. I like I like the vibes. I like the I like the idea of the podcast. I, I'm ready. Wow, he's already blowing smoke up our asses. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh. I didn't think of a question. I usually ask a question just to have a little <laughs> bit of conversation before that. Uh, so that's like an algorithm thing. Is that like podcasts? Like you need like six to eight minutes of just small talk before you get into the episode. But really? I, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm I have not nothing to small talk about. <laughs> what have you been I watching have... over quarantine, Muhammad? Uh, I just, I, I don't know. Or doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything. And uh, the feeling <laughs> is just <laughs> confused and lost. You know what? I think most people can relate to that. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> actually pretty relatable. <laughs> I'll talk about something I've been watching. Yes. Uh, I've gotten into Formula One racing. Ooh. Yeah, which is like Europe, basically European NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But for those who don't know, the tracks are not just an oval. They're like all different shapes. And some of them are literally just like the streets of a city. They just put barricades up on the street. Uh, And it's cars going 200 miles an hour. The cars are super expensive. um, And there's a lot of crashing and it's real scary. But it's it's incredibly cool. Uh, What got me into it is that there's a Netflix documentary series called drive to survive yes and each season of the of the series is a season in the sport and it it talks about like drivers signing to different teams and what's happening with the companies of those teams because all all the teams are like like the top team is mercedes and then red bull is the number two team uh ferrari is pretty up there but they're kind of falling behind lately um and it's impeccable. It is like, it, I mean, it's like, it's like reality bad. It. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. Sean, you would love it. I like uh, the fake energy company, the first season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what it was, is this? <laughs> it was like some random old dude who run the, won the lottery or he has a lot of money. And he set up this fake company a fake energy drink company and he sponsored a formula formula one uh car wow it's and amazing no one, no one double checked on him no he, no, he went to jail <laughs> yeah <laughs> he went to jail and his, he had to sell the team wow so he didn't win did he win the lottery or he didn't win the lottery or said he won the lottery and that no i don't know how he got so much money from but okay. it's a mystery yeah but he has a fake weird. company well, uh, he did not pay his taxes in India. Oh, okay. he owed he owed India like three. I think it's like was it like three billion in taxes? Sound crazy. It was crazy. Like he owed a <laughs> lot of money. Like probably he owes more money than probably Trump does. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> yeah, wild. Yeah, but so, my yeah. favorite team. 
is the Haas, the Haas team. Because oh, of their manager? Their manager is hilarious. <laughs> In every race, they like, it's fucked up. And like, yeah. it's so much drama. Yeah, he will look his racers dead in the face. His racers suck, but he will look them dead in the face and be like, yeah, man, you fucked up, man. You drove straight through the fucking wall, you fucking clod. It's, he's so, but he like says it like in a, in a way that everyone receives it really well. I don't, I don't get it. It's so crazy. Haas is great. I love that guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, so that team's bad, I take it. Oh, they – yeah, true. so much drama. It's like a, uh, uh, the housewives. Yeah. Like between the drivers because they have – every team has two drivers mm-hmm. and they compete against each other. They're, uh, they'll crash into each other doing the race. Yeah. So yeah, you guys like big Lewis Hamilton fans then? Yes. I love Lewis Hamilton. Okay. So he does not create much drama on the show? No. no no not really that's good he he probably will so i'm like caught up and i'm watching the current season he probably will this year uh so this upcoming season that's going to come out of the of the documentary series uh, he'll, he'll probably be featured a few times about complaining about some he's complained about some dumb shit he's like i was i was in first and blah 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 and now I'm, you're going to pe- penalize me five seconds blah blah, blah. it's just like <laughs> shut the fuck up lewis <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fucking Lewis named Lewis. He is a great driver though. It's like okay. Yeah. And uh I'm actually super excited for next season because there's some rule changes. So all the cars are should be more equal to each other. Yeah. Uh is one of the big things. Um so it will be a lot more dependent on how good the drivers actually are. So next season should be a lot of fun. Cool. After yeah. uh, what's it called? It's called Drive to Survive on Netflix. Drive to Survive. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. That does sound interesting. Each season is 10 episodes, uh, and they're like 20 to 40 minutes each. So it's, pre- it's pretty easy. Yeah. I like that. Cool. All right. Well, unless anyone has anything else to talk about, I think we're going to be getting into I, the elevator. I, I could talk about one thing. Talk about it. Uh, that I uh, fell into when I was on vacation. And um, Dan, I'm sure you'll enjoy this. And Muhammad. It's another trashy reality show. <laughs> Actually, no, I have two things I want to talk about. Two okay. reality shows. Okay. Um, the first one is something that I did not know about, but it has been around for, I think, a while, but is a show on Bravo, uh, not Housewives, but called Below Deck Mediterranean. I don't know if you guys have heard of this show. Essentially, it follows people who work on yachts. And so, like, private yachts, people will rent out yachts. And then, like, this crew, like, you know, takes them around and gives them experience. But, like, it, you know, it's a reality show about the people who work. And my wife has been watching it a long time. And we were on vacation. We got, we'd gone back to our Airbnb, and we weren't really doing anything. She fell asleep, and this was, like, just happened to be on. And I wasn't that sucked in until one of the crew members got busted for drugs. She had Valium. Uh, apparently oh. according according to maritime law if you do not say like before you get on the boat you have a drug and then you get busted like you have to get kicked off the boat but it was crazy. right there in the middle of the sea yeah and so it was crazy <laughs> dramatic and uh i got sucked in and now i'm big fan now when kim watches below deck not even the below deck mediterranean there's three spinoffs of oh, this show. There's two spinoffs of the original like I want to watch it because it's it. I don't know what it is. It is fascinating. The, the the part that makes it great is that each it's like each every maybe couple episodes follows like one thing, one group of people. But it's a different group of people that get on the boat who are renting it, and so you get to see like different people. And they're all the thing is they're all rich assholes mainly, and like. <laughs> that just get plastered on the boat for some reason. And like, I don't know why they signed off to be on it. Uh, but yeah, they just get plastered on the boat. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew who Johnny Damon is, but he was on there. Nope. <laughs> is it Matt Damon's brother? Uh, no, but did play for the Boston Red Sox and won the world series with them. When oh, they wow. Broke the Bambino, Bambino cur- curse. Yeah. Yeah. Was that just a few years ago? That was like 2004, or, if you mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is kind of what I meant. 
Okay. <laughs> so there's that show. And I've already talked way too much about reality show. But one more. <laughs> okay. I've gone into Big Brother All-Stars this year. Uh, okay. I, don't, I don't know why. I just got sucked in this year. <laughs> and so I've been watching it. Um, and I can't really tell you why you everyone knows what Big Brother is by this point. It's been on forever. Mm-hmm. But basically why I'm sucked in is because there's like an alliance in the house, all of them together, basically. Besides like this one black guy and this really annoying um, – a very eccentric gay guy and i'm rooting for those two mainly the black guy the the over eccentric gay guy is a little too over eccentric for me but the black guy i am rooting for him but he's like literally he compared himself to lebron down 3-1 and i'm like this guy's fucking amazing <laughs> he deserves to win so i'm like once he loses once he gets voted out which is almost definitely guaranteed like i probably will stop watching but because everyone else, I think the thing that helps is like everyone else in this house is a fucking douche besides this one guy that I like. And so like, I don't know, I'm just sucked in like rooting for the underdog right now. So watch Big Brother and watch for David, the black guy. He's fucking great. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're rooting for you, David. Yes. Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I, I made you guys sit through way too much reality TV. No, it's all good. <laughs> I made you sit through Formula One. <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> well, you know what sounds even better than that? An elevator pitch. Yeah. Let's get in the elevator, everybody. Ding dong. <laughs> uh, uh, hello, sir. I, I see you're here, and uh, I'm guessing you have a pitch for me. I'm very, very not. Uh, I'm busy, man. So make it quick, please. Oh, shit. Okay. Um. Right, well, like that. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh this is a movie i've been thinking about it since high school oh, and wow. uh i've updated the script to fit the times that we're living in so i think it makes it better smart, but, smart uh, it up. uh hear me out okay uh the movie's called suitcase mm. okay all right so imagine um uh kids playing in the woods Okay, spooky. <laughs> All right, and they're, uh, you know, they're just kids playing in the woods, and they come across um, a guy in a, a guy wearing a suit, business business suit, and uh, laying, laying beside him is a suitcase. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, they, uh, the kids, they just check. They want to check if he's alive, so they poke him with a stick, check Ow. if he's alive, <laughs> and he he breathes. And then that's the opening scene. That's the end. That's we cut to black. Okay. And then uh, the same guy that was laying in the woods, um, just, uh, he just got fired. He's walking downtown. He just got fired from his job because oh, uh, of COVID. And uh, he doesn't know what to do. He has family at home, and he's just walking uh, downtown. And then uh, a flying suitcase hits him in the head. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same suitcase that the kids found him with, but uh, we still, we still, we're still in the early stages. So he picks up the suitcase, like he checks his head, like he he wants to know where it came from. Okay. <laughs> so he's going to the five hundredth floor today. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh he's checking around. He's uh, is asking people, "Is this yours? Is this yours? Is this suitcase?" Nobody, nobody says is there's. So he goes to the park and he sits down. He's like, he's trying to figure out where it came from. So he opens the suitcase and then he, he finds a lot of money in it and a gun. Wow. So he's like, obviously this is bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> so he closes the suitcase and he uh, he's like, okay, I'm gonna take this to the police. I don't want any part of this. He goes to the police station. The police station is burnt down Oh no! Because uh, 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 protests. Because a black. <laughs> oh wow! We're getting all the points. Because the Black Lives Matter protests. So uh, the police, the, they don't exist. The no police. So yeah, he's walking around trying to figure out. So he calls nine one one. Nobody picks up. It's like that terrible Trump ad. 
<laughs> yes. So um, he goes back downtown. He's walking around. He's trying to ask people, is this yours? And he goes back to the same place. And uh, do, while he's walking around, there's a Black Lives Matters protest going on. <laughs> and uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, <laughs> and then, there, and then there's a guy. There's a white guy screaming "Black Lives Matter," and he's <laughs> he's asking him. He's trying to talk to him. He's like, "Is this your suitcase?" And uh, the white guy is like, "No. What are you talking about? It's not mine." Blah blah blah. Uh, the, the, that's a joke because like, uh, cause of what's going on right now. So nobody's paying attention to him because of all the protests. So he gives up. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then he goes back to the park and he sits down trying to, uh, figure out if he's going to use the money or what, what he's going to do. Uh, So yes. he's looking around. <laughs> he's looking out the park and he sees a he sees a black dude whipping a white guy tied up to a tree. <laughs> oh I think you gotta I get out. I feel that's inspiration from some something in your life, Mohammed. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So he goes, he asks, like, why, why you got, what's, what's going on? And the black dude with the whip tells him, like, uh, this, this white guy asked me to do it. And the white guy's like, uh, I have a lot of white guilds. And I, the only way I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I can repay this is by him doing this. Fair enough. I, I understand. <laughs> so he goes, all right, that's, that scene is random. I'll make <laughs> I think you gotta get off the elevator, Sean. (laughs) But we're still in the pitch, I think. (laughs) If you Uh, aren't sold by now, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So he's still he's still in the park. He's walking around. Then he gets knocked out by a couple of guys. Uh, He's put into a white van, and and then he's uh, tied up and uh, blindfolded. And he wakes up in a mansion. (laughs) And uh, did I mention this is going on during the pandemic? <laughs> when do the murder hornets come in? <laughs> <laughs> when does Tiger King happen? <laughs> so he wakes up in his mansion tied up to a chair. And uh, there's an orgy going on in the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very COVID safe. I will- <laughs> yeah, that- that is not COVID friendly, sir. No, I'm wearing mask. <clears throat> oh, okay. No. <laughs> I, I, that's what they said, I guess, in Canada. <laughs> so that's that's uh, you know they're being safe, wearing masks, gloves, but the the orgy is still happening. Um. Oh, hey, sorry, Muhammad. We have a stop on this floor. I think my my fellow uh, executive Dan is coming on the elevator with us. We have to okay. go up with you. Yeah, sorry, I had to stop and get a bagel. <laughs> so I'm keep, here now. Keep going here on now. with your pitch. All right. So, the point of the movie that uh, where we're heading is um, okay. we're trying to find out where the suitcase came from, and the guy who who wakes up in the mansion. Uh. Uh, our elder uh, Hugh Hefner type guy is—he's he, the owner of the mansion. He okay. comes down with the robes and the cigar. He sits down. The guy's Sexy. tied up, and uh, he starts talking. But he's like, uh, "He's like, I'm sure you want to know why you're here." And the guy's like, "Yes. Uh, uh, what's going on? Why am I tied up? Blah blah blah." Uh, the Hugh Hefner guy—he goes like, "I'm trying to figure out where that suitcase came from, because." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the same situation happened to the Hugh Hefner type guy where the suitcase uh, hit him in the head when he was walking uh, downtown when he was, I don't know, in the 80s. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Is it, it's a time-traveling suitcase. <laughs> and the, But was this guy, the Hugh Hefner guy, a Hugh Hefner guy at that point, or he got hit in the head with the suitcase and then became the Hugh Hefner guy? 
Yes, he got hit in the head with a suitcase, and he found the money, but he didn't use all of the money. Uh, he just used some of it, and he got his wealth. Okay. And Man, he's that's like, a lot of money. <laughs> he's like, I took some money from the suitcase, and then I, I, I he left the suit. He just took a little bit of, his, of the money, and he left the suitcase. And then years later, <laughs> years okay. later, uh, he got an email about the suitcase telling him to uh, find find a suitcase. So uh, the, the Hugh Hefner, he's been looking for that suitcase for the last, uh, I don't know, 40 years. 40 years? Jesus. Wait, he, wait well, he, he got an email in the 80s? <laughs> no. He... Uh, <laughs> He like well, you know, he got hit in the head with the case, yes. then forgot about it, and then yes. got a mysterious email within the last like year or two yes. about it. Is that mm. what you're meaning? Yes. Okay. Do we know who the email's from? Or are you getting there? No, it's uh, anonymous. That was just anonymous. anonymous. The organization? Huh? Anonymous, the organization. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You must find the you must find the briefcase. <laughs> no, it's just um just an anonymous email doesn't know anything about it. So okay. the guy they uh they come to the conclusion that both of them don't know where the suitcase came from, and the Hugh Hefner guy lets him go because he never wanted to hurt him. He just wanted to know if he started the whole suitcase thing. Honorable so man. He, so he's like, okay, here's my information. Uh, if there's anything that comes up uh, about the suitcase, please call me and tell me. He's like, all right. Shoot me an email. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves, he leaves the mansion. Uh, Hugh Hefner, do ask him if he wants to partake in the orgy? He's like, no, thanks. I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, who, wait, who did not partake in the orgy? Not the Hugh, uh, the Hugh Hefner asked him if he, want, if he wanted to stay right. for the orgy. Like, wait, no, but I'm he good. said, I'm, the guy said, I don't want to do it because I'm straight. So it's no, like, probably all straight as in like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, Whatever. He's like, I mean, I, either way works. I get I'm it. hip. I'm hip. Yeah. I'm not him. <laughs> Sorry, go you on. Can ball, uh, we're still on this elevator. Go on, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh he eventually leaves um to go back to his house. And uh, uh this guy has he has a family. He got fired. He, he hasn't told his family that he got fired from work. Oh and he okay. has a suitcase full of money and a gun. <laughs> so what's the time frame here from when he has been hit? In the head by the suitcase to right yes. now when he's with his family. What? How much time has passed here? I probably went in a day because, like, okay. he got fired around, I want to say, noon. Okay. Lunchtime. I, I got a question. Yeah. The scene with the kids at the very beginning, was the, is that going to be how the movie ends and all of this is a flashback? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I just figured that out. <laughs> let's go right, so he's so he at home. home yeah uh his wife asking him about his work or what what's going on she's she been trying to reach him all day he hasn't picked up his phone or anything he comes up with the excuse of uh the riots going on he's like the riots downtown blah blah mm. blah I, I couldn't get home she's like okay he doesn't tell his wife that he got fired or uh he hides his suitcase from her and he has kids. We're trying to, this guy's a good guy. He has kids. He's trying to figure out how to feed the kids. So he goes uh, to his room, uh, locks the door, opens the suitcase. He's like, all right. So there's this gun and there's like, I want to say maybe close to a million dollars in the suitcase. Wow. So he's like, all right, so I can use, he can use some of this money to help his family while everything's going on, and uh, he doesn't care about the consequences. So he uh, he uh, he goes to his backyard. He uh, he digs a, digs a hole. He takes some. He takes like I don't know, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars, and he, uh, he buries the rest 
and he st he starts using the money for his family and uh, and like pretend like he didn't get fired. So every day he would have to pretend he would go somewhere for eight hours because he doesn't <laughs> want his uh, family to know that he's he got fired from his job. All right. Is he is he like job searching? Is he like trying to be a good person about this, or is he like just like kind of blowing it off and like, oh, I have some money, so I'm gonna be, uh, you know, debaucherous with it. No, he's being smart. He's only using uh whatever amount that his work pays him just just to cover uh his day like daily expenses. Okay. okay. So uh, meanwhile, he's trying to figure out where the suitcase came from. Uh, he goes back and he's like, he's trying to figure out how to tell the police. And uh, obviously that's not possible right now. He's trying to talk to people. Mm. So he calls the FBI and okay. uh, asks if there's any, anybody missing a large amount of cash. And the <laughs> FBI tells him. <laughs> Wait, so you just call up the FBI. You're like, Hey, is anyone missing a large amount of cash? I'm no not. I'm just. Ask, I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. And then they're trying to give him a, a tip, or so they rec they rec uh they recommend a detective to talk to. So he gets he gets on the phone to with a detective, and he asks about what to do if you find a large amount of cash. And the FBI was like, <laughs> the de the detective tells him to um whatever money he found to put it all together and uh, return it to the mail it to the FBI until this is money I found. And the guy's like, do you have to do that? He's like, the detective says, no, you don't have to do that. But if you do, this is what you have to do. So he decides not to do that. He ignores it. He's like, okay, never mind, blah, blah, blah. So a couple uh, months, weeks pass. He's living good. He's still pretending like he didn't get fired. Um, doing all this, the Hugh Hefner guy um, gets murdered. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a turn. And uh, people are trying to find out why he got murdered. Uh, his family, he has kids, and uh, they're trying to come up with a suspect list of the people who, who tried to. And the only guy, the only random person that shows up is him because he's been to his mansion. And uh, the Hugh Hefner guy, he's the only uh, person that has, a, the, la the last time he's seen anybody, like, except for the orgy. Yeah, wouldn't all the orgy people be so, like? Uh, so is it, our main, is it our main character and then just all the people at the orgy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at all the funeral? All presumably just naked at the funeral, probably. <laughs> no, they're wearing like like black banana hammocks and black lingerie oh, yeah. and stuff okay. like that. <laughs> That's better. So he gets uh, uh, he gets questioned by the uh, the police about what happened. He's like, he doesn't. He he only tells the half truth. He's like, I obviously he's been to the mansion. He's like, but I've only he he doesn't tell them about the suitcase or how much money he has he just tells mm -hmm. them that he's been there mm -hmm. so they let him go because there's no there's no way of tying him so he's trying to figure out like what happened to the guy he's like uh the hugh hefner guy was uh assassinated in his home <laughs> wow. so he he figures he figures out that like he got assassinated and he's trying to put uh, the clues together. He's trying to follow what happened. So he goes around to uh, the neighborhood and mansion. He asks, like, uh, what type of guy he was or, like, who his friends are, who he's connected with. He's like, this guy, he's been uh, – <laughs> he's, he's, he used to be a scientist, the Hugh Hefner guy. Okay. Until he, got, <laughs> until he got let go from his job. And then he started a company out of nowhere. We know because he he found the suitcase, obviously. Yes. But, but the people telling him that they don't know that. So he's like, he started a company. He made a, a bunch of money. And he's a scientist. Oh, well, like, what was he researching? Orgies. <laughs> it was disease and infections. Oh, 
oh no way <laughs> we're not going there are we <laughs> and in the 80s uh, they started in the 80s uh, where he was researching the diseases and the infections. He had to go to China. Oh, boy. <laughs> for uh, research purposes. And they were researching a virus that uh, could end the world. Jeez. And yep, guess where this lab is? Uh, Wuhan. I'm going to say <laughs> Wuhan. <laughs> So in the 80s, he was in Wuhan, China, <laughs> researching uh, viruses. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Oh, man. He I, think, is the, I, I think the elevator got stuck for a few minutes. <laughs> I think we're going back up. He, he I, was called the main, the, I already called the fire department. <laughs> All right, thank you. He was the main researcher of... Uh, uh, diseases that they didn't call it COVID back then, but it was a, a, a disease that can like stop the world from working um, okay. basically and, and life. And they were so close that they got it. And he, he, he had a, a moral dilemma of uh, letting people know about this or he could keep it a secret and use it, uh, sell it as a weapon to governments. Okay. So he decided he wanted to come clean and tell, uh, have a press conference and tell the world about this disease they uh, they found this weapon. And uh, the people at the lab, they weren't cool about it. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> they weren't straight, as they said. Yeah, in the yeah, they weren't straight. They weren't kosher. Is that cool to say? Still, no. So no. they. they <laughs> Not very. They cool. decided they want to stop him, and the only way they uh, they want to stop him. Fucking suitcase to the head. <laughs> no, is to. Um, <laughs> they were they hired a, uh, an assassin to uh, kill to kill him. Oh okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So the assassin that they hired, they gave him all the information. They told him he's going to be leaving uh, the lab at this time, and. Uh, <laughs> This is how you kill him, blah, blah, blah. So they paid the assassin to give him money. And they gave the... and uh, the assassin John Wick. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gave him the money and the suitcase full, full of money to the assassin. It was, there was no gun in it. They just, uh, yeah. It was just the payment. Yes. So the assassin, uh, he's in downtown in the 80s uh, waiting in for Wuhan? this guy. <laughs> No, this Wait, is... Wait, uh, right now? We should be I'm in so Wuhan, confused. right? We should be in... I'm a, I have motion sickness from this elevator, so <laughs> I'm just wondering. Sorry. All right, so he's... He got fired from the lab. Okay. And then he came to America. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. I saw that Assassin has information on him about where he's going to mm. be in America. All right. So the assassin is in the top floor of a building waiting for him to like walk out. Yes, that's, as an assassin would do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's on the rooftop. He, he has his money. He has a suitcase and he has a sniper rifle waiting for this guy. And by complete accident, like complete luck, he uh, the <laughs> the suitcase wasn't sitting uh, correctly on the on the edge of the building, and it falls down. And the assassin trying to like hold, grab his money, and it falls down. It hits the scientist <laughs> in the head. Oh! <laughs> so the assassin panics because the guy is looking up, trying to figure out where it came from. Uh, he runs away. And he's like, okay, I'll get it another time. And so now he has the, the, the scientist has his suitcase full of money and he has no, no idea where it came from. He does the same thing as the other guy trying to ask people if they lost the suitcase. Nobody says anything. So he opens, he finds a bunch of money. He's like, either I can tell the police about this or I can uh, get my life back together. Yeah. So he gets his life back together. <laughs> By getting <Yeah>. orgies? <laughs> No, he makes he starts his own company, makes a lot of oh, money. Uh, yes. Playboy. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> so now, but he did the same thing that the guy, he only took a little bit of the money and he left the suitcase. Mm-hmm. He didn't take all of it. The assassin comes back for the suitcase he lost and now he has to finish the job. Okay. But now the guy, he has a whole, a ton of money. He just uh, leaves the place and um, he, he's hard to find now because he has a bunch of money. He's like traveling and he's trying to start a company. The assassin um, fails at his job. The lab, the Wuhan lab, <laughs> send, they send another assassin to kill the uh, original assassin. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh, it's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> oh, jeez. So the assassin is running for his life now. Oh, he my knows, gosh. Because he failed. <laughs> There's so many character development in this. <laughs> Okay. This is like this is like pulp fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so he fell at his job. He knows the lab are looking for him because uh Yeah. So he the assassin try runs away. He knows where to go. He goes to another country and then uh 40 years pass. Oh wow. Okay. And we cut to um uh present day where everything's happening. The virus got released but it's a weak strand of the virus it's not as strong as the original one that they developed that's good to know it's a pussy strand (laughs) (laughs) so now the hugh hefner guy puts the clues back puts the clues together he gets an anonymous email oh those anonymous emails (laughs) anonymous about the suitcase and it was uh it was the original assassin that sent them the email about the suitcase the first assassin the first assassin (laughs) sent the email to both of them or just hugh just a hugh hefner dude okay and he tells him that to uh find a suitcase and to watch out for his life okay and now the scientist now he uh he figures out that the people who tried to kill him was the wuhan lab and the virus got released so he's going around trying to find the suitcase Meanwhile, the uh, the new assassin. <laughs> Forty years later, so like sixty years old, I guess, when he's trying to hunt down. At least, at least. So the new assassin now is trying to kill the original uh, uh, okay. Hugh Hefner because he knows about the virus, and he yeah. knows uh, what what the what the Wuhan uh, lab did. So the new assassin is in downtown. Trying oh, to kill back downtown. Okay. Trying to kill um, uh, the Hugh Hefner. Yes. And Hugh Hefner is downtown at the at a press company. Uh, the new he's at the news station downtown. Oh God. <laughs> trying to tell people about the virus. Uh, okay. And uh, guess who works at the news station? <laughs> the second assassin. <laughs> no, no the, our guy, our main character. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. So the the new assassin is waiting to kill the Hugh Hefner. He's in the station, and uh, our guy who's uh, getting fired uh, because of COVID, yeah, is walking out, and uh, uh, the the new assassin has his uh, money in a suitcase with a gun. And uh, out of nowhere, the, sa- the same situation <laughs> happened. He slips <laughs> and his suitcase falls and hits our guy in the head. Wow. What are the odds. That's the odds. <clears throat> so uh, the new assassin panics because uh, everybody's there. The news company's there. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out where, uh, where the suitcase came from. And there, there's riots going on. The new assassin panics, leaves the place. Yeah. And then we cut back to where we left off, where uh, the, our, our Hugh Hefner guy eventually gets murdered. Okay. And then uh, our guy goes through his thing where he buries his suitcase in his backyard. He has his secrets from his family, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how we get to the kids playing in the woods is our guy. 
Good, we only have 30 oh. floors left. <laughs> <laughs> Our guy, he's uh, he's faking his uh, his daily job thing where he goes, when he leaves his family to go to work. work. And... Uh, our uh, our new assassin figure out the house uh, where the guy our our guy lives. He figure out his address. He uh, he goes to his house. Uh, his family's uh, his kids are not there. Whatever. Uh, he 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 goes to his house trying to find his uh, the suitcase. Eventually, he finds it. He digs it up in his backyard. He finds the money. Now he goes looking for our guy, and our guy's in the woods. Uh, faking his job, faking that he's at work. Okay. <laughs> so he's walking in the woods with his with his suit on, and then uh. Uh, our assassin finds him, and he's like, "You're the guy that ha- uh, found my suitcase," and he's like, "I'm here to end all of this." So they, uh, he's trying to point a gun at him, and they, this, uh, they get in a scuffle, they they fight, and uh, mm, the guy classic. runs away. The assassin <laughs> chases them through the woods. Eventually, um, uh, they uh, they get in a fight where uh, our guy uh, disarms the assassin, and uh, he shoots our assassin in the leg with his gun, and our assassin uh, like knocks him out. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then. Uh, Guess who's uh, coming to save our guy? Uh, he, he, zombie Hugh Hefner? <laughs> <laughs> no, the original assassin. Oh, yep. Okay. Forgot he existed. Oh, <laughs> God. Is he like, he's also in his 70s, 80s, or whatever he is. So our, uh, our, uh, our new assassin is, uh, has a bullet wound in the leg, and our guy fights him off. And uh, he has a suitcase, and uh, he gets knocked out while he's trying to fight the new assassin with the suitcase in his hand. And then mm-hmm. our uh, our original assassin comes saves the day. Um, gets our gets the new assassin, gets him. They fight, and uh, he went. The our original assassin wins, and then he got to get rid of the evidence, so he uh, he. Takes the uh, the body of the our new assassin, trying to hide it, and then uh, that's where our kids come in, and the kids that are playing in the woods, come and find our guy knocked out with a suitcase. Okay, and is, <laughs> is that how the movie ends? Yeah, he buries Wait. he buries the body of the second assassin after yep. the first assassin saves our main character by killing the second assassin. Yes. Okay. So so what happened to the first assassin? He's the one that comes saves the day. Okay. And then he just leaves after he kills the second assassin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the the guy, the original guy just wakes up with the kids poking him. With the money, yeah. Because he's tired from di- burying a dead body. And that sounds good. I'm getting off the elevator right now. I mean, honestly, that elevator is taking so long. I'm just going to write it back down and go home. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That is the most well thought out pitch we have ever had on this podcast. Yeah, that's amazing. I I mean, I'm going to be honest. I love this movie. Yeah, it is. And how long have you been had you been thinking about this movie? It was a high school uh, assignment. They told us to write a script about a movie that we wanted to make. So I wrote oh. this, but I didn't have a, the COVID. Um, yeah, or Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that. What was it originally? It was originally, uh, the, the origin of Suitcase was like a, a group, uh, like a power group in the world that controlled the world. Anonymous. Illuminati. <laughs> and uh, they were they're the ones that are that have all this money and he that just on pure accident that guy just gets um the original scientist just uh gets away just yeah. on random chance wasn't making the coronavirus 
it wasn't the virus. No, it was just like he has like a super uh, cure to some disease that, okay. that he wanted to tell the world. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. It's kind of like, I mean, it has like a Pulp Fiction kind of feel with like yeah. all it these feels, different characters kind of. It feels like a true epic. Gone with the wind epic. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only epic I know. I I read it on Wikipedia, so sure, 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 sure. You know. but, I did. I did get inspired by Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it feels like yeah, you you like you know you follow this one character for a while, and then you dive in. You know, he meets someone, then you dive into that person's background, and then you dive into someone else's background, and then you slowly come back into the other person's background, and then finally back to the main person's background or whatever. Mm-hmm. So no, it would that that yeah, I don't know. I I really like it too, um, and how it all ties. It's always classic when you can have the beginning and uh, the first and last scene be the same scene or whatever be like much that. like gone with the wind i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah i don't either i've never seen it i only brought it up my grandma saw it four times i guess um not i think right when it came out but i was like jesus grandma that's a lot of well, gone with the wind yeah well uh i mean unless <laughs> unless i have any- nothing to add i mean i, I really <laughs> i was gonna say unless we have any anything to add or any questions no yeah. I think it's I, I I know I I really don't I think it, it was a very well thought out film I mean I, I yeah that's oh. yeah oh yeah I think it's incredibly tight yeah and impressive just impressive did you have all those notes writ- wrote and written down on your phone then yeah <laughs> just saved in some <laughs> random notes thing I had I had a script on Google Documents from uh, like uh, six years ago of <laughs> like. All the scenes, all I had to do was just update the the coronavirus and the police mm-hmm. station and the um, Wuhan lab. <laughs> that Wuhan. just fell right into my lap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, well, I think it's time to move on to the cast list. <laughs> I don't know if that's the nice. Uh You nailed so it. Ma- <laughs> Thank you. So, Muhammad, who... I. Who are you? Do you have anyone in mind that you were thinking of uh, who would be your main character? I guess the initial gets hit in the head with the briefcase. Is Willem Dafoe still alive? (laughs) (laughs) Willem Dafoe is still alive. Yes. He he, fact check alive. Uh, He's 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 our scientist. He's Hugh Hefner. He's Hugh Hefner. Oh, that makes sense. I'm into it. I love. Yeah, that that would be perfect for that. I'm so into that. Uh, do you have any other ideas about uh, what actors you want in your movie? I wanted our main character to be some like random, uh, just a normal looking dude. And I'm trying to think of random dudes and I'm trying to like, <laughs> it would be funnier if he was black. Because like all the protests going on. I was going to say, you start off with a lot of like race based uh, <laughs> subjects. Yeah, it's real right political, out of the- real fast. <laughs> What I love is that it's like super like racial based at the beginning of the movie and then it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, I just wanted the the like race riots and the pandemic to be like a, just a background noise of what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I was I was kind of thinking Jay Farrow from SNL. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really in love with that. Um, what? No, I don't. I don't really know off the. So there's a there's a new show on HBO called Lovecraft Country. Uh, and the main actor is this guy named Jonathan Majors. He's pretty good. He's gonna be in a Marvel movie pretty soon. Oh. But I literally couldn't tell you anything other than Lovecraft Country that he's in so unless you've seen that no do you guys know the guy from uh the movies like uh how how can i help you or like uh i'm sorry i'm sorry oh sorry to bother you sorry to bother you oh lakeith stanfield yes him. Oh. oh yep <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I'm, he'd be good. I love Lakeith Stanfield. Because <laughs> he's like he's like our weird kind of. Uh, I don't know. He has that weird vibe that like I want. <laughs> yeah, he loves he loves like those weird projects like Atlanta and Sorry to Bother You. Mm-hmm. Um, he's mostly like really weird in those, so I think it'd be really interesting to see him be like a normal person in a weird situation. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really interesting. So yeah, uh, 100%. I like it. I yes. like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about our FBI agent? Will Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the FBI agent do again? He just um, answers. He yeah. just answers his call. Oh about yeah. The suitcase. But then That's he's also perfect... at the funeral, right? Yeah. That's a perfect Will Ferrell cameo right there. Yeah, it's just Will Ferrell for like five minutes each. Yeah. yeah. It's like Wedding Crashers-esque Will Ferrell. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great, yeah, that's a great call. I'm into that. That's funny. All right, uh, then how about the, the our first assassin? Who's our first assassin? Ooh, that's good. You mean the assassin who, in the end, comes back and saves the day, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a weird suggestion, but how about <laughs> our first assassin is the Rock? And, I'm always down for the Rock. And our second assassin is Kevin Vin Hart. Diesel. Oh, damn. <laughs> Kevin Hart would also be great. Ooh, that's that's like that's really goofy, like. It'll be more of like I want to be like a little bit more serious. Okay. Okay. Fair okay, okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> um. Mm, okay. Who would we cast? It has well, to be it... um. Uh. What's his name? Jason Statham. From and Pulp Fiction. Uh. What's his name? Uh. Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Okay. That's so the... one of those got to be Samuel L. Jackson. The first assassin, then. <laughs> yes. The day. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, ooh. Um, uh, oh, crap. What's his name? He's uh, the guy in um, uh, Game of Thrones. He's the Red Viper in Game of Thrones. Ooh, I do not know. Oberyn. Uh, Red. It's not Kit Harrington, is it? No, it's not Kit Harrington. He's also in Narcos on... Netflix? Oh, Auburn Martell? Yeah. Yes. You want that? Pedro, Pedro Pascal. That oh. guy. Ooh, I do know who Pedro Pascal is. <laughs> From what? I was listening to a How Did This Get Made earlier this week, and he was in the movie that they talked about. Oh, nice. I don't remember what movie it was. Sure. But he was in it. Yeah. he's Oh, he's the Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. yeah. I mean, you don't ever i mean you see his face like literally for a minute but mm-hmm. that's him all so, right yeah so yeah you like that pedro pascal yeah i do he's he looks he looks like a good assassin <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> he's got that kind of like he's like kind of sexy but kind of scary kind of like you kind of <laughs> afraid of him <laughs> you know what i'm talking about sean right oh yeah absolutely <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, any other characters we want to cast? Probably his wife and kids. His wife and kids. Okay. Um, just want to say Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> I love Natalie Portman. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Natalie <laughs> Portman. His that's Muhammad's like crush. Oh really? <laughs> crush is Nat. Don't worry. Natty I won't. Pete. I won't tell her. I won't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw a black swan and I was like, oh my god. God damn. That's a that's a great movie. <laughs> so Nat Natalie Portman for the wife. Yes. Okay. Uh kids, here's the thing about casting kids. We don't know any kid actors other than yeah. like Stranger Things. Yeah, do you <laughs> so, know any kid actors, Muhammad? Are you No. You're not in depth with those child actors. Do you just want to do like the George Lopez thing where we get like children, but then like superimpose like Kenan Thompson's head over (laughs) just really large? 
What's this George Lopez? You've never seen the like, George Lopez show? Wait, he did that? Oh, is that when he was a kid? They would do that? Yeah, so like the George Lopez show, they would yeah. do like flashbacks to when he was a child. And they just and it was a child's face. body and they just put George Lopez's uh, head like super large. I Because they had kids in that show, right? Did and you I was like, never, I did you never like fall asleep watching TV at like 11 p.m., no, wake I, up at 3 a.m. and it's the George Lopez show on? No, Have you I, never done that? I've not. I watched the George Lopez show. I think when it was like originally on. Oh, wow. um, you're or old. at least when it was syndicated during the day or something. Sure. Uh, but I guess I was thinking his actual kids in the show. It was just George Lopez and then his kids, which is no, all I said. no, in his flashbacks. So okay, fair enough. I think I slightly remember. Did that. you know what I was talking about, Muhammad? Yeah, the the theme song of the show is like annoying, unforgettable. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh Lowrider. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, it was who sings that song? Is oh, that, I don't um, know. Is it Lionel Richie? What is Lionel Richie's band? No. Oh, it's not them. Brick house. Okay. Uh so we don't have any kids, right? <laughs> well, they're we just, just it's they're just kids. Generic they're kids. Child actors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any other any other uh people? Probably the scientists at the lab. Oh, okay. Um, so, wait, is this one a nem? Oh, I forget what the scientist does. He's a nemesis of William Defoe. These are the people who hire the assassins, right? Oh, okay. Yes. So, I kind of think, oh, what if it's just the cast of Big Bang Theory? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I want them to be all Asian actors. Okay. Uh, so, obviously, the the Asian guy from Silicon Valley. Yep. Um, fresh off a boat guy. Forget what his name is. Oh, He's Rand- great. Is that Randall Park? Randall Park, yeah. Yes. And um, uh, what's his name? That guy off uh, uh, Ip Man. Oh, uh, oh shit. Uh Oh, I feel bad because I love those movies. I don't know. Aquafina? <laughs> Donnie Yen. Seen... Da- yeah, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Oh, but also Aquafina. Okay. Yep. Also Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just naming any Asian like performer. Right I was going to say Ali Wong, dude. So, yeah. Oh. I'd be good. Can we just hire every single Asian actor? Every uh, Bobby Asian. Lee. Bobby Lee. Bobby. Oh my gosh. James Wong. James Wong. The the original Asian American actor. <laughs> Jet Lee. He still do things these days. Yeah. He's a, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. We'll fucking um. We'll fucking uh. What was that shit they did with Tupac? The hologram. We'll hologram. We'll hologram Bruce Lee in. <laughs> <laughs> no i just want every race that played to be played by the race they represent like not have like white uh scientists at the asian lab that's what that's dumb yeah well, no, i get it yeah 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 <laughs> no absolutely i get that i mean but but then willem dafoe is also <laughs> from Defoe's that lab <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I'm just, it's yeah. just, it's literally Willem Dafoe and then every Asian actor Asian. <laughs> in, in Hollywood that we could find. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Uh, I think, I, I think that's good on the casting. Yeah. Yes. All right. One day a man was walking along the sidewalk when a suitcase fell out of the sky and hit him in the head. Ah, <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> he didn't know where it came from. He found a lot of a large sum of money and a gun inside and was promptly kidnapped after witnessing witnessing some very racially charged imagery. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me go. Let me go. Come on, what's going on? We're kidnapping you, bucko. How do you do anything? 
He was take he this man was taken to a mansion filled with uh, a lot of people having sex and was <laughs> confronted by a very mysterious rich old man who was white. Hello, <laughs> Hello I'm uh Hugh Hefner like. Uh I uh I need to know where you got that suitcase. I actually need that suitcase. Hey, listen, man. I, I don't know. I was just walking for my job, and it hit me in the head. I have no idea. I, I have no idea where it came from. All right, fine. I'll let you go. But before you go, do you want in this orgy? <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I, I'm good. Are, are you that, saying that's... you're you're straight? You're, yeah, you're I'm, straight? I'm, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> good. I'll see you later. I'll go have sex with all these people. <laughs> the, the man tries to do the right thing and re, uh, reaches out to the authorities, the FBI. Hello? Hey. Yeah, I have a large sum of money in a, uh, in a gun, and I don't know what to do with it. Who do I return this to? Mom! Meatloaf! <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you, you can, uh, you can return that. Just drop it in, uh, just mail it to the FBI. We'll take it. We'll take it from you. Uh, I mean, whoops. I mean, I don't have the money, but what if someone had a large amount of money oh. and a gun? What yeah, would just, they do? With just send it to the FBI. You'll be taken care of. And now that'll, that'll be it. Like, seriously, mom, meatloaf. I, like, what is she even doing back there? <laughs> All right. <laughs> The man stumbles upon a large conspiracy of murder and murder again, but they're both idiots at it. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I almost killed you. I was going to kill you. And then uh, I am going to try to kill you both. Both of you. I'm going to try to. They pay oh, me. Oh, no. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, I uh, I'm running away. <laughs> he barely escapes with his life <laughs> and commits and commits murder. But he's our good guy, so we root for him. <laughs> Next summer, go see the hit film Suitcase. Rated R. <laughs> And that's our movie, everybody. Wait, when does he commit murder? <laughs> he murders the second assassin. It's oh, a, he well, shoots not murder. He's getting it's away. Like accomplice right? to murder. Yeah, but like, isn't the guy deserves to die? It's not really murder. When, well, okay, whatever. But in the sake of the movie, it's not like he's a bad guy for killing the guy, right? Yeah. We're not going to answer this question of morality on what a pitch. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> if you don't like how I do the announcer voice, you do the announcer voice, Sean. You don't <laughs> All right, whatever. Fine. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. No. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Muhammad, thank you so much for coming yeah. on the pod. Thank you. What an wonderful. amazing film. And a tall-ass elevator. Very... <laughs> very tall elevator our heads might have exploded because we just went up into the fucking stratosphere <laughs> into the atmosphere yeah <laughs> do, do people usually just say an idea for the movie and you guys just rip off of it or do they have a complete so so they usually give like a like a 30 second speed like general like thesis like uh, an elevator pitch <laughs> and and then and then we go into details and stuff um uh. But it's no, all, this is great. No, don't even worry about dude, it. Dude, I had like, so much fun. Yeah, like, it was fun to see someone with a fully hashed out, like, thought out film with every <laughs> single plot point. Because, yeah, other people will have maybe literally just a sentence. Oh, yeah. Other people will have, like, like here's what ha like, here's, like, point A, here's point B, here's point C, but we don't know how we get from to what how you get from point a to point b to point c type of thing yeah so. and and all the ideas are like good yes but i think when someone comes in with an idea like this it makes it so much more unique of an episode because the movie is so much your idea because you've thought it out you know what i mean yeah 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 so it's definitely super awesome yeah 
All right. Well, now it's time to do some plugs. Muhammad, you're our special guest. So please plug anything and everything you want to plug right now that you want our listeners to know you're doing or want you to follow on social media. Uh, currently, stand-up wise, I'm doing nothing. <laughs> and our our comedy game show, The Gram, followed on Instagram. We might do shows. <laughs> That's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine? Uh, yeah, just follow us on Instagram. We also have a Facebook account, but basically everything we do on Instagram goes on Facebook. We'll probably be doing a show here in October at some point. I know we got to figure out the date and hopefully throughout the winter, uh, if we find the right location and stuff. So besides that, just keep, uh, like, and subscribe and tell your friends about what a pitch and the pandering talk. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Dan. Yeah. Yeah, follow What a Pitch uh, on Facebook and Twitter at PODWAP. Um, also follow uh, Pandering Talk on all the social medias. I don't know all of its social medias or its tags. That's Sean's. Yeah, just, deal. Yeah, just Facebook, Twitter at Pandering Talk. P A N D A R I N G, not E R. Like yeah. So many the, people. The bear. Yeah, the bear. Pan. Uh, yeah, and also subscribe to both Pandering Talk and What a Pitch. Yes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, it really mm-hmm. helps with engagement and getting noticed and all that cool, fun stuff because we want to make this as good as possible. So Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you should get that tattooed on your body. No, I'm not Hulk Hogan or whoever the fuck says that. Yeah, it's Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to What, what a, a pitch. pitch. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother.